Paul and I maxed out our credit cards when we opened this business. It was all us. And I think the point of that was to be your own boss and have fun with it. I think that's what we try to do every single, you know, when we come up with a new flavor, how do, how are we going to decorate it? How can we make it even more extra? Because that's how we are as owners and that's how we want our team to be and that's how we want PB Donuts as a brand to be. And I think even when we were talking of deciding what we wanted our brand to be in the very beginning, it was like fun. Like I, I wanted it to be fun. Hey, hey, welcome to Girl Let's Talk About Food presented by You Can Do It, Do It. Today, we've got Lori Cattell from PV Donuts in Providence, Rhode Island. Okay, hi. Um, my name is Lori Cattell, and I am co-owner of PV Donuts on 79 Ive Street in Providence, and I make the donuts. You make the donuts? Yeah. I guess that's my like <laughs> resume like headliner. I make the donuts. <laughs> so now, what did you do before donuts? I did a lot of things, actually. So I went to college at Johnson & Wales University for baking and pastry. And for a really long time, I was super interested in wedding cakes and the wedding industry in that sense. Uh, I worked in New York at a bunch of cake shops in New Jersey is where I'm, where I'm actually from. Uh, I would intern at a bunch of cake shops. And that was kind of like where what I thought I wanted to do was open up like a cake, cupcake shop type thing. And it wasn't until midway through college where that kind of all changed. What happened? You know, like my husband and I, my now husband and I, like we met and whenever we would travel, you know, donuts were the thing that we would try. Mm -hmm. And coming back to Rhode Island, there was nothing like that. You know, we have Allie's, which is like super classic, um, nostalgic. And if you wanted to get like a maple bacon donut, the you'd have to go to Boston or you'd have to go to Portland, Maine. You know, the more we kind of like thought about that, the more I started to play around with donuts. I graduated and I still was like into cakes, but donuts were always like kind of on the side. Yeah, one night, uh, realistically, you know, just being real, like Paul and I, we had friends over, we were drinking, some of us like too much. And we were like, we should just, you know, like try donuts, like just try it. <laughs> and Paul's like, yeah, we can call it PV Donuts. What? And he like it was literally that was the easiest part. Like wow. Paul just coming up with the name. And I'm like, right. okay. <laughs> and yeah, and that was like that was the start of it. My goodness. Yeah. So from there to first donut, what was the timeline like? Um actually pretty long. I mean, first donut in the sense of like testing, mm -hmm. probably like within a few a few weeks wow. of like just like test trying a recipe. Do you offline. remember what you made? I can't I think the first oh the first donut I made was like an apple, like a cinnamon apple compote thing. Huh. So it was like it was actually a baked donut. And we like co covered it in like a cinnamon sugar and then topped it with apple compote and crumble. So still kind of like a that is definitely a PB donut type donut. Yeah. And then we got engaged. So, you know, I was working three jobs at the time and all of my money was just going towards like wedding. So we kind of took like a year off with that. But then after we got married that summer, Paul was just like, so are you going to like I, sometimes I need that push, you know? Yeah. And Paul was like, so are you going to like get this thing started and our friends got married and actually ordered donuts from us so that was kind of like the first you know kickstart to yeah. it and then I just started testing again and again and our apartment smelled like a french fry uh story <laughs> uh and there was just like this huge vat of like dirty oil in like yeah. my second bedroom so like oh it, it just oh you opened that door and it was just like french fries yeah. <laughs> like, so people were always like oh my god you smell like french fries I'm like Okay. Great. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. So you guys so the, go through a lot of oil. Oh yeah, we go through a lot of oil. Um, we each like vat or each like container of oil is like thirty-five gallons, and we pour like almost six 
in it when we first get in, and then we probably use another one or two throughout the day. So I can't do math, but I know it's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> it's it's a yeah. lot of oil. But we but we get we like partner with someone in Boston who comes in, picks it up, and uses it and recycles it. Oh, cool. Almost so, like a biofuel. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know what to do with all this oil. Yeah. Like. Take it from me. So the byproduct of donut making donuts smells like French fries. Yeah, because it's just like oil burning, like, oh. you know, and it's just we're just frying the dough in the oil. So right. it's just like you just smell like like especially if you go to the gym afterwards and you're just like sweating it all out. <laughs> yeah. oh no, gosh. it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. this a, is, I'm talking about really. Gr- I'm making myself seem very attractive amazing. right now. <laughs> 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 like, I just it's sweat just oil. Owner of PV donuts just yeah. covered, literally covered in sweating oil. oil. Yeah. Yep, that's me. Yep. <laughs> oh no, I'm not covered in it. I drank it. Yeah. And, people, and people are always like, I I do a lot of the frying, and people are like, oh my god, like your skin, like you for be, being over the fryer, like yet yeah, my the oil just I just have like a coating. <laughs> Like almost like an invisible shield of oil, and that's yeah. why it so doesn't. You can never be dry. I'm never dry. I'm yeah. just constantly, oil- yeah, oily. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's sort of da- like it, it. It's a downer on the fry smell now, though. I feel like I'm going to go into a place and be like, "Oh man, the smell of." Actually, that's probably just the smell of any oil. Yeah, it's not yeah. actually enjoyable anymore. Actually, no. I imagine like fried fish oil would be pretty gross. Like oh, you know, you'd be like, <laughs> you know, I think you'd be able to walk in and, and know it. Like, mm, yeah, that's fish. I appreciate you recentering <laughs> me like that. <laughs> fish, so, not French fries. Not French fries. Fish, not French fries. <laughs> so, how do you uh, sort of getting into kind of the meta narrative behind PV starting? You know, with with Paul helping to sort of reorient your focus back to it. How do you personally prioritize and say, like, all right, this is the thing that I I want to throw myself into full bore? It was definitely – I don't think I would have been able to do it by myself, honestly. The thought of, like, quitting your jobs and kind of being responsible for your – like, you know, having to make money is, like, a big thing. It took a while. You know, starting at Hope in Maine, I was still working two jobs, like a full-time job and a part-time job. Our first weekend, we had – five dozen donuts on order between like two wholesale accounts. And then the following weekend it had jumped to 22 dozen automatically. Like we knew we had to like move, we had to leave and like find something else. It was pretty much me just, I can't make those jumps. So having Paul there and being like, okay, Laura, like, you know, we can do this. Like put your two weeks in. Wow. It was kind of, I just need like that, that reassurance that we can do it. Cause I, you know, I don't like leaning on someone else for whether it's money or anything like that. Um, so being told that like we can do this and that like we'll make it work and then doing it, you're like, okay, now I have to make it work. And I think that was the push and that I really needed to be like, okay, it's my last day at, at my job and you know, my insurance is gone and and I'm not making any more money. And my only choice, my only choice is to do it. So I think Paul was like a really good, because, you know, your family's always like, do it, do it, do it. But it's always right. easier said than done. And when you're married to somebody, that push to jump into kind of the unknown is almost a bit more trustworthy or impactful. Exactly. Like, you know, if he thinks that we can do, like, we can make this work, then like, okay, we can make this work. And he's, he was um, part of like a small business at the time. So he knew like the the ups and downs and like the hardships. So it felt more confident for him to like say that. And I just felt way more confident in myself that I could do it with that. Yeah, and I mean, he's going to be there. So yeah, I <laughs> he's know. like, if this doesn't go well, it <laughs> yeah, well, also it's, impacts it's, me. We're together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Sickness and health, rich or poor, yeah. uh, with or without donuts. Or, donuts. donuts are not. <laughs> donuts are french fries. Yeah. yeah. What's What's been kind of the most impactful thing for you as, as you've kind of grown your business? There are multiple things. Sometimes it, it would just be, it'll just be super random where 
I'll just like take a second and like look at the sh- look at the kitchen and just see the 13 people, 14 people that are like are working here and just think like, you know, this is like I'm paying them. I'm 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 able to pay them. I'm able to do these things. Like, it's just crazy to think about that sometimes that or even when we look around the kitchen and like, oh, well, we own that. And we own that. Like everything that we, everything that is in the shop is ours, which is crazy to think. We since we've opened, or even just started like wholesaling, we have never not had a line. You know, whether if it's like five people or hundred people, I think that's still crazy. I like sometimes if it's like really really cold out during the winter and it's like five minutes to open, I'm like, oh my god, we don't have a line. Like oh, I'm so nervous. Like are we gonna close tomorrow? Because just like silly things that I think sure. about. And then like the minute before we open, people get out of their cars to like stand in line. I think also coming into work, I, you know, I go, I still go in every single day, and so does my, and so does Paul. We still work every day because. I love working and I don't think I'm ever going to stop work ever going to stop like love working. It's sometimes hard to like really soak it in cuz you know I'm there every day. Mm. It's just like every once in a while you just get this like like we built this mm, and yeah. I don't know. I don't I still really don't can't tell you how I did that or we did that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Now so are those people are they all full-time or is it just a bunch of part-time people? Um we have some part-timers and we have a probably like six full-timers total six or seven full-timers it's amazing yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah uh, yeah no. one now so it's one location right but you do a decent amount of wholesale still so we we are one location and we probably we do a few a handful of wholesale so we do shake okay. shack coastal roasters shiru like we do a, probably maybe like seven wholesalers yeah. throughout the week I mean, usually we kind of like try to try to pick it like throughout the state. So, and we have one that actually we have one wholesaler in Connecticut, and they drive forty five minutes every single morning to pick up. Our so donuts. they pick up for yeah, you. Yeah, they pick up because we were like we don't have time to like drive to See, Connecticut. That's, that's a way better deal. Yeah. Than I know. They pick up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you come crap. to us. We're PV. Yeah, in Connecticut. I don't know. I'm like, oh my god, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. no, that's amazing. Did so, you say Shake Shack? Yeah, Shake Shack on like uh, the, there. Okay. Yeah, we do oh. like a milkshake. Yeah, so they put like our chocolate donut in a milkshake. Yeah, when they emailed us, I was like, "Oh my god, it's so cool!" It's a great yeah. idea. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's but really you still smart. come to us because we're PV. Yeah, no, like, we actually deliver to them. Oh, right. Paul does. Yeah, anything that helps. Any anything, yeah. yeah, anything that boosts, like any all of those like corny things you see written like on our Instagram posts, any of those responses, that's Paul. <laughs> I love. It. Used to be me, and now he's just like way too good at like double tapping. Yeah, just coming up with a great <laughs> sassy or genuine response. <laughs> Paul. Love it, Paul. Sassy or genuine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take uh, it or leave it. <laughs> so you mentioned Hope in Maine. Yeah. Um did you go through their uh like incubator program? Yeah. Um it was in the very beginning stages. We were there for probably 3 weeks. Yeah. And then you're just <laughs> we were like ah. fast paced. Yeah, we he, they got us a little fryer that fried I think it was like nine donuts at a time. And then after like, again, after the first weekend and we had jumped to like 22 dozen, we were like, you know, <laughs> we can't, I, I don't know how it's going to happen. Um, Cause we would go in, in the middle of the night and then deliveries would be by 6am. Um, so after the third week, we had found our second location. And that was over on Allen's Ave? Yeah, and- it was at Sin. So I had worked for her doing wedding cakes in college and she had like the storefront and she was like, you know, I want to help you like prove your concept, you know, instead of investing all this money into like your own storefront, you know, like you never know what's going to happen. So within like a month we 
got fryers. We were able to fry 24 at a time, but the hood system was, it was like a built-in hood system, so it was self-contained. We opened Memorial Day weekend, and we were we had to limit, and the following week was National Donut Day. It was just bad oh timing gosh. on our part, like really <laughs> bad timing. I remember like the news crew came in on National Donut Day, and I was like, I'm sorry, but you need to leave. Like I'm like, I don't need... We can't we can't disappoint more people because we were selling we were making we would go in at 10 p.m. and then work until the next morning until seven because that's when they came in and we can't like work at the same time like two different businesses can't work at the same time so we would have to stop working and we had to limit the don't like four donuts a person and we would still sell out by nine like nine thirty yeah I remember that it was a very difficult time to get donuts yeah and it was like people were always like. (laughs) you know, like bashing us. I'm like, we're not doing this on purpose. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's a really smart business tactic now that we think about it. Like, you know, yeah. now down the line, like, okay, that was, I wish we thought of that, but yeah. we were just like selling out. But yeah, the news crew came in and I was like, you guys, I'm sorry, you have to leave. Like, we, I don't need any more right now wow. <laughs> because, because I don't want to disappoint more and more people. This is again so. that wear PV donut. Yeah. You come to us yeah. when we want you. <laughs> well, I, I, there, there was, at least for me, you know, coming to visit your shop early on, I, I'd been, I think I went to the Allen's Ave location probably like five or six times and like totally struck out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah but it, it did generate this feeling of scarcity, yeah. which made like every other time, like coming subsequently was like i gotta get there earlier i you know gotta make sure we get them and then when i got there it was like yes i'm ordering four <laughs> oh donuts. my god i can't believe right. i'm here yeah definitely gonna order four yeah. <laughs> yeah which i i think there is even even still to your shop like to this day i think there is still that vibe of like oh my gosh are they gonna run out sort of scarcity that you know may play to your strings and i don't i don't know i'm just like looking at it yeah, as a yeah. spectator but literally every time i drop i drive by the shop there's a line outside mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and great. i i did think at the time i assumed it was like more like a marketing tactic no. i didn't realize that i really i really wish it was you could, yeah. <laughs> you could not make them fast I really, and we had like two single door fridges so and that included like all of our ingredients like i i was getting ingredients every single day because we couldn't store what we needed to in the mm. two single door fridges and then and then keep the dough and then keep the glazes so it was like we were so limited on space you know i mean it was great that we were able to prove like prove the concept you yeah. know yeah. and i think it was the first few weeks you know paul and i were talking i was like we need to find a space or people aren't gonna like you know employees like they're not gonna want to stay with us because it was just like so high stress like every you know customers were upset and Every day we had to like flip a coin who was going to tell the line that we sold out. Like, oh, no. So it was kind of like, you know, for our sake and, you know, for the business, like we need to find somewhere else. Mm. I, th- I think we were on Allen's Ave for like two or three m- months, maybe. Oh, it was only that short. I thought it was. I, I think it was a short time. Everything just moved a lot faster than what we had originally planned. So <laughs> I think it was like that long. <laughs> I mean, at any moment you feel like, especially like during that time, you know, like I remember the first weekend we opened and like the dough, it was so humid in the kitchen and the dough just like didn't work. We made so much monkey bread because the dough was so messed up. The line was past like the junk, like next door to that. It was past that. And I was like, Oh God! Like, and we were my friend and I, my friend Mel, who's actually my assistant. We had work. It was like thirty-four hours total. And I remember, like, she like she brought me outside to like look at the line to like excite me. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. 
<laughs> I just got like more out. stressed. Yeah. And like even the first weekend we sold out of wholesale donuts. I was I like took a nap because I had done the wholesale, like, you know, done Hope and Maine, worked a full shift and then went got home and Paul and I was asleep and Paul like woke me. He's like, Lori, like we sold out in like 10 minutes out of you know all the donuts in 10 minutes. And I just started crying. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. What this to is do. not good news. to me. <laughs> Yeah, this is not good news. <laughs> like, how can we keep up? <laughs> right. And that was the con that was the constant question of like, how how can we keep up? Yeah. So do you feel like you've hit your stride at this point now? You're what, three years in? Yeah, three years in. Yes and no. We're, we've gotten so much better at just efficiency and like when something's wrong, like, okay, like breaking down how, why it's wrong. But then you have those days, you still have those days where you like fall behind. Um, you have like weddings beyond belief and somehow it's like super unorganized. Like there's always that one day and usually we call it a Saturday and, <laughs> um, and it, there's always one day yeah. where you're like, why is this still happening? Or, you know, so I don't think we'll ever get into that stride. I think if you get into that, you're just like too comfortable. I don't know. I feel like we're always learning on like what we're doing. One of, one of my favorite quotes is if you're not falling down every now and again, you're not running fast enough. Yeah. Oh, totally. I, yeah. That's a good quote. Yeah. It's, I can relate to that. It's kind of like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This, okay. this happens to people who are moving. Yeah. And I remember one. I remember one day there was one, like a Wednesday, and we post about. We're very like open with our customers. If something goes wrong, like we'll we'll tell everybody. I remember one day, someone had forgot to put like sugar and salt in the dough. Oh my god! It gosh. was like a Wednesday, and all of the yeasted dough was dead. Like because the yeast is the sugar, right? Yeah, and it's just like bread. It's like it comes out pale and like like almost like hoppy. T- it's weird and it not don't like, we don't don't sell it. Don't eat it. And I just remember like seeing that and I'm like, oh my God, we have like all this like huge following. Like how, like how does this still happen? And then there was this like, there's this bread baker in Florida. He has like hundreds of thousands of followers. And I remember like the next day he had posted almost the same exact thing that like the yeast or like the salt was gone and like all of the bread was shot. And like he, like his following is just unreal. And it was like almost like a sigh of relief that it still happens to like the best of us. And I was like, I don't know, like things like that. I'm very respectful for other people who are as, as open with their customers. And that's what we try to be is like as open as we can. So yeah. now I'm just rambling. Okay. No, it's, no, that was awesome. no it's, it, it's the way that you do business. And I think, you know, that that's, that's important. And it, it probably in some way, you know, with everything else combined contributes to your success. Yeah. I hope so. Or something, something about honesty. Yeah. yeah and it endears your customers to you and yeah. they feel a connection to your business that yeah. otherwise it wouldn't just be like, like another a, donut shop. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. We just last week we interviewed a young woman who, uh, let all, she forgot to plug in her fridge and all the ice cream melted. Yeah. All of it. And it was like gallons. Yeah. yeah many, like dozens, many, many gallons. Oh dozens of gallons of ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so. she drove back to the ice cream shop. And she rebought all the ice cream yeah, and, and drove she, it out and sold she it. She let her customers know, and yeah. yeah. And she'll never do that again. Probably not. Probably, <laughs> yeah. probably not. Yeah, I probably mean, not. You know, I've yeah. made, I've made mistakes, and I'm like, well, now I'm always gonna remember that mistake. Yep. And right. Then That's true. Hopefully, no, we'll, we'll never do that again. Yeah. <laughs> always new problems. Yeah. <laughs> so, can you walk us through kind of like day in the life of a donut shop owner baker? Like, when does your day start? Uh, my day starts at depending on. Um, more or less like one between one and one thirty 
in the morning? In the morning. Oof. Okay. So yeah. Is yeah. The, you're up at 1 or one thirty in the morning? Yeah. The, the, the weekends, you know, it varies. What kind of toothpaste do you use? Uh, I use Tom's. All right. So it's okay. Tom's Miracle Toothpaste. <laughs> yep. Wakes, that that actually up. wakes me up for sure. I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, so early. And then I brush my teeth. I'm like, I'm awake. That's it. <laughs> Boom. Do you drink coffee? Usually a few hours into working, I'll okay. drink coffee. So I like try to drink a huge thing of water first mm, yeah. and then I'll ask someone to make me a coffee because everyone always makes it better than I do. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you like to have a ramp up period. Yeah, yeah. Coffee. I'm always like, um, can someone make me a coffee? <laughs> <laughs> so then what's the first thing you do in the shop to kind of start your day there? Um, so when I get there, I like, I have all of the forms printed. So separate the orders, bring them out front, um, go through special orders, see if there's anything that we need to do for the day. Usually during the week, it's slower, but weekends, weddings and stuff kind of like organize that. Um, and then we just start taking the racks out of dough, set up everybody's tables, sheet trays, rolling pins, cutters, uh, filled cutters, mini cutters, flour. And everyone has their water. Like one girl just gets everybody's waters ready on their station. Um, sometimes people like coffee in the morning, so she knows who gets coffee. So she gets her coffee in the morning and uh, we just get everything set up for rolling. Does the dough like made in a giant KitchenAid? Like how does that? Yeah. So we have like one of those floor stand mixers. Mm -hmm. So the dough is made the day before Ah. and then it sits in the fridge overnight. Um, So it's like a slow proof. So when the rack gets pulled out, uh, we just start going. It's like four of us who roll and it's just kind of like we pull it. It's quiet. Music's on like super loud. Um, No one really talks because, you know, it's really early and no one has no one has anything to say yet. (laughs) Yeah, it's four of us and we just roll and cut donuts by hand every day. And then when we're done with the yeasted dough, we usually we prep the old fashioned dough for the next day. So it's just probably like three hours of rolling. Yeah. So the yeasted dough that's used to make the brioche Brioche. donuts. Yeah. Yeah. That's our like most popular one. I mean, we have a calendar actually that from the past two years, and it has we write down how many we took out that day, how many we sold, if we had any left over, if we did half off. So that's been really helpful, especially coming on to like year three of like what do we pull and right. stuff. So there's we try to produce less waste. That's really you, great. You can gauge pretty well what you're going to make in a given day. Yeah, pretty much. Um, things you know, I, I wrote down like this past week when it was PVD Fest. So we're generally pretty slow. Because everyone's like downtown, but like Pride weekends this weekend, and we always do like a special, and like we're pretty busy. Summer has been summer is busier with weddings than with like actual like foot traffic. It's weird because January to like April is our busiest like ever. Like we 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 roll as much as we can, and we still sell out. And I don't know why, because it's cold, and maybe people yeah. like donuts like get, it warms them up, or get like a little chunky and warm. Like I don't know, that's <laughs> what I do. But that's what I do. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Um, but summer's pretty, like, steady. But it's weddings. Like, just yeah. Paul and I live in Newport pretty much during the summer because we're just, like, driving back and forth. Is it more like a, a like a ballet in the kitchen or is it like an a, a organized chaos? Uh, <laughs> honestly, like I, guess, I guess the way yeah, I look like at stomp, it. Yeah, like stomp, yeah. I guess, like... <laughs> Donuts. I would say it's like an organized chaos, but also a ballet because you see people are, who are just like yelling like behind there. Someone's pulling from the oven while someone else is like turning. And it's like yeah. it's organized. It, it's we're very communicate. Like, communication is key. And I think that's what makes it a ballet because right. we know where everyone is at the time, especially like in our old kitchen when it was like a third of the size and still the same amount of employees. That was what? probably horrible to watch (laughs) like trying to think about how we even did it (laughs) like osha's nightmare yeah but yeah oh my god try to not think about that (laughs) and you're hardly talking but you're coordinating yeah especially in like in the morning yeah in the morning and then once we start dipping is when everyone's just like yelling because we have like one girl who like organizes what everyone should be dipping at the time so they'll be like 
hey, what do you need next? And she'll just yell flavor. Yeah. <laughs> so she's yeah. like at the pass. Yeah. They're, they're handing her all yeah. the, basically like funneling her brioche donuts. Yep. Yeah. Okay, you do this, you do this, you do this. So that's how, yeah. How do you keep up the quality? Because I mean, it's it's super consistent. So like, That's great. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think I, there are times where if, you know, someone, we do like plain glaze, like classic dipped. And I'll like walk over and one's kind of ugly. I'm like, that's not a plain glaze. Yeah. Like, you know, we're all kind of on the same page now of quality. If someone if someone else is frying and it's a bad tray, I'm like, just throw it away. Um, with cake donuts, with anything, we're always like testing, like whether it's like super greasy or, you know, if there's if there is an ugly donut, if it's proofed and like looks really nice and like it fries ugly, whether it's like elephant trunky or <laughs> whatever, like that's a cereal donut. That's a mm. that's a donut that has a cookie in the center. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> yeah. So like we have do- we have certain flavors that, OK, that that's OK for like an ugly ish donut. Yeah. Um, but I think everyone now at this point knows the quality, you know, and we've gone it over over, over it a lot of tons of times. Like, would you spend three fifty on a donut? Like, if it looks right. like this. So. Yeah. And a lot of the draw for visiting and, and purchasing PV donuts is the, is, is the taste. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, wow. and the photo. Sorry. Wow. And the photo. I mean, I was. I said. I've never taste, actually. Well, I'm looking one. like I'm looking at looks like because right? like because one time someone posted sorry, that a photo. Was a trap. Someone sometimes some, one time someone looked took a photo and the vanilla sprinkle was like trunky. Oh, and I sent it to the group and I was like, we we're better than this. We're, yeah, we're better than this. Like, P, we're, PV yeah, donuts yeah. is like internet Instagram based. Yes, right. Like can't be an ugly donut. And it, it's hard to imagine a business like yours existing without Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, taste is also super important. Yes. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I taste a lot of things, especially like on new menu day. Paul yeah. and I like try to keep like a good. Like health regimen, but on like new menu day, it's like, Lori, you taste this, Lori, you taste this. Lord, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna throw up a sugar. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, um, fall asleep. And yeah, yeah and even like with the Dunkaroo donut, like we ordered Dunkaroos from Canada because you can't get them in the US. Oh my God. We have this team who like come from all backgrounds. So making things by scratch is something that we take pride in and like things that taste good, things that taste like they actually should. You know, there are donuts where people are like, oh, let's do like a watermelon donut. And I'm like, how are we going to get a donut that tastes like a watermelon? Like right. we're, mm. we try to be as genuine to the flavor as we can. Yeah. So you ordered Dunkaroos to get the flavor, right? Yeah. I was like, like, I don't remember what it tastes like. Dunk- right. <laughs> no, I, yeah. it's like I, last time I had them, I was, I was a kid. I'm like, I don't right, remember what right. it tastes like. And we make it better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally. So. <laughs> like, we, Without we that metallic <laughs> aftertaste. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, weird film in your mouth. No. Yes. <laughs> that is kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Another right, so, butter donut blew my mind. Oh, yeah. God. Do you do you have a favorite donut you've ever made? I'm a super simple. So recently we made a flourless chocolate donut and I'm not I'm not gluten free or anything, but you know, I'm always trying to like think we're trying to think of ways to expand the menu. And we do like a flourless chocolate like sea salt and it just tastes like a brownie and it's really good. But the other day I did a tasting and the kid like their their kid was like eating a maple bacon donut and I was like, wow, you're making that look so good. <laughs> and I went in the back and ate a maple bacon donut. <laughs> and like, I'm like, I'm easily tempted by it. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I think like just a simple like chocolate sea salt is definitely me. I love it. That sounds really good. So it you haven't really. gotten sick of donuts yet? Or no. Not even yet. Like you haven't gotten sick of them? No. Oh, no. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm sure with the variety that you have. Right. Yeah. That's, and it's not like yeah. I eat it. I don't eat like a donut a day. Sometimes. Sure. I eat like the toppings. The toppings are really good. Mm. <laughs> like when we make we made vegan brownies. We're making vegan brownies this month, and it's just, they're just like so fudgy and delicious. We brought JP and Nicole donuts after their their firstborn was born. 
from PV. Only born so far. Oh, yeah. the only <laughs> one. <laughs> After their daughter Lillian was born, and uh, yeah, it was the '90s month. Oh, nice. Uh, and yeah. I, un- unfortunately, sadly, was on a whole thirty during oh, the my time, God. so I like I missed the entire month, and I was just like, no. <laughs> we do it every year, so. Oh, thank good. Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. We do it every year. Oh. So. I think that menu was the one that really like. That one resonates. Yeah, mm. that one kind of like kicked off a lot. Like that one and the Friendsgiving donut. Yeah. That like Friendsgiving was probably the first one. Super Bowl. Your yeah. Super Bowl donuts. That one is so that's good. The, that's my favorite donut anybody It's better has than ever the made. Friendsgiving one. It's like, really good. It's so good. I'm like, is this too ridiculous? Uh, well, no. I mean, that's who we are. Mm-mm. No, it's <laughs> yeah. perfect. At this like point, like, if there's anything you guys are. You know, I, you know there was a line, I feel. You know, we should, you know, I'm like, okay, we, there has to be a line. And I think we crossed it when we did a Cheetos donut. I was the only one, not, I'm not a fan of Cheetos, but the whole team was so excited about it. I'm like, just do it then. Just do it. Was that the one with like, uh, with Charizard? Charizard? Yep, yeah. You guys like, like you, cra- you like made a Pokemon card? Yeah. We like, had, like, we, like our friends at or, Sin like yeah. printed the edible cards. Oh my God. And we put it on there. And I was like, well, whatever line there was, we definitely just crossed it. <laughs> like, really? And now we can do whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> like, now it doesn't matter. <laughs> Have you done a double decker donut yet? We uh, did a triple this past Friday. Oh my God. You <laughs> See, fool. How dare you? Was that, that was for National Donut <laughs> yeah, Day? Yeah, it was for National Donut Day. We did like a Dunkaroos donut and then a mini, like double chocolate old fashioned, and then a filled donut hole on top. That feels, it was like a cake. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that's it was beautiful. It was that's beautiful. celebratory. <laughs> I suspect and, you sold out that day. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That uh, one, you know, we need to make make that seem like a Thanksgiving type of holiday. That, that's just a yeah, holiday, We're, right? You know, next year will be next year we'll be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> next year, <laughs> there's always next year. The '90s month sticks around all year. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of think of flavors for other months? Do you have like a whole oh. crack team of donut mm. savants you're working with? <laughs> Um, at this point now, I'm like, here's a piece, I put a piece of paper up on like the wall and I'm just like flavor ideas. Wow. Uh, in the beginning, uh, when we were at Hope and Main, we changed it every week and we knew that just was not possible yeah. to like ingredient wise, waste wise. Now we, now we're able to look back at past menus and kind of see, okay, that like that one was super popular that month. Let's bring it back. But how can we make it better? So we bring flavors back, but you know, we try to amp them up a little bit. So it's not always the exact same. Uh, some things like some the Samoa donut, which we do, that's always the same because it's just it's it's delicious and it's beautiful. You know, we're always kind of we follow other donut shops. We follow I'll follow a lot of ice cream shops. Ice cream is like a huge inspiration for us because you could make you know put anything in ice cream. Uh, any restaurants that we go to, like check out the desserts and try and try to just get inspired by everywhere. And you know, summer's coming up, so if we do a banana split donut. I'll we'll like Pinterest banana split plated desserts. You know, how can we kind of make it different and how can we like change the components a little bit rather than your classic banana split? Next month, we're definitely going to do a s'mores, but this will be like the third year we do a s'mores, but and it's going to be different than the past too. And that's the thing, like, you know, like we're just, a, you know, some people might just think like we're just a donut shop, but we're always trying to like grow and like learn our own talent, like, you know, we try to amplify our talents. You know, we used to buy the marshmallows and now we're making our own. You know, we just got an ice cream machine and now we're making our own ice cream for donut sandwiches you know how can we like have our team like constantly be learning what crazy things can we come up with with that one of the things that we've you know noticed over the past few years is how collaborative you know you guys are with a lot of different businesses um but the the first collaboration that i had experienced with pv was actually gracie's oh um, yeah. a Super? few years ago yeah oh cool um what what was it like to work with them and 
and fine dining and donuts. That was so it was so cool to do because it was so different from what we normally do. And I've worked in restaurants before and the girl who had helped me at the time worked at restaurants before. It was just a different atmosphere and like talking, you know, displaying your donuts in different ways and having to think of a plated donut rather than a donut in a box was really was really fun because, you know, I'm looking up all these plated desserts. I'm like, oh, that could be a donut instead of what you know, cheesecake or whatever. Um, working with them was it was just so great because, you know, they they're so inspirational. I actually used to work at Ellie's. Oh, I was like part time. I used to make the macaroons. So, you know, it's kind of like going back, like, you know, and like working and seeing the people that that I had worked with and stuff. So it was it was just a fun experience. And every time we get invited to do that, you know, people who don't who've never worked in a fine dining experience, like, you know, they're always it's always hard to choose someone to, choose, to come with me. Yeah. But it's so it was just so much fun. It was cool. But we loved collab, and we still we're always looking like for collaborations. Paul actually went up to Maine a few weeks or a few months ago. We recently just collabed with another donut shop in New York. Wow! And they came up to us. Hmm. Wait, so donuts and donuts? Yeah. yeah. Like why not? Like it why? Feels, did... it, it. I mean, the Providence donut scene feels very competitive, at least with <laughs> with people picking their their rival gangs. Yeah, that's mm. okay. We're all different. It is kind of funny though, because like if you if you talk to anybody at the other donut shop mm-hmm. that we won't name. And, and you guys, there's always like something nice to be said about what the other is doing. Like there's no, con- it feels like there's no competition. Yeah. And we're, we're so different, you yeah. know, like we, I, I, I would say like we're the crazy aunt that comes to the party. Like you <laughs> literally know, never know what to expect. Like, like we, we post around the same time every morning and like you really don't know what we we're, we're going to post at night or ne- you never know what our special is going to be. And I think that kind of what, that, that's what people like and maybe that's what people dislike about us like we we have no limits at this point and i think that's okay and i think people who have limits and that's okay like that's what people we have like also a million coffee shops around here and sometimes i go to one place then the other not because i don't like the other but it's because I'm, I'm there so i think i think yeah donut shops are everywhere but we you, as long as you make yourself like stand out in a, in a way so you collaborated with this other donut shop yeah uh the donut project i love them we went so when the one time we were closed between hope and maine and allen's ave we took like our very small team at the time to new york to do like a donut tour to like get inspired and donut project has like this beet and ricotta donut and it's like this beautiful like beet colored glaze and it's just ricotta filled and like so good and it was just you know i i've always loved them their donuts are simple and but sometimes they do crazy and it's just they're just beautiful we actually have like a mutual friend who lives in like chicago who's like who has his own it's powered by donuts and he pretty much eats donuts and like (laughs) right the life to live (laughs) like he eats donuts and like talks about them like i don't know it was his birthday and he he like kind of brought us together and we started talking and he, they came up, they brought like 150 donuts to the shop and like selling their merchandise. And it was just so cool. Cause I was like, I love you guys. Did <laughs> like, you, so you sold some PV donuts out of their shop too, or um, we want to do that next. Okay. So it's just, they just came they and just you just came. like, we sold their donuts and like, it was like oh. an after hours <laughs> event. We sold beer yeah. and okay. like, you know, and it's cool because People in Providence who have been to New York, like there were so many people who loved the donut project Mm. and it was cool to see how many people came up for them in Providence. Right. And that's why, you know, we want to do it somewhere, whether in Chicago or in PB Donuts or uh, New York to see like, you know, we have a following like, are are they in New York too? You know, it's just, it was just really cool to see that people knew who they were, you know. And it certainly helps you too, I'm sure to have, you know, 
large international internet publication yeah. feature you and, and write about you to, you know, find following outside of Providence. Yeah, it was it was just so it was cool. Like they were, they were posting about us, like we we're posting about them and like they actually did a pop up in Chicago. So now we're trying to figure out like, you know, we where like what can, where can we go and yeah. like sell our stuff? I don't know. It's just cool. Do people seek you out when they come to Rhode Island from out of state? Yeah, um, we get a lot of emails. You know, I'm coming from, I'm flying in from Florida, and you're my first stop, and or I'm flying in from California, and yeah, a lot of those emails, and we're just like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh. You still feel the pressure? Oh, 100 percent, all the time, every day, <laughs> all day, every day. <laughs> uh, I don't think that ever go away. I mean, mm. again, like I think if you get to the point of like being too comfortable, mm. then you're not doing something right or it's time to like keep growing. Um, and I think that's what we're always doing every time one project ends. It's like, what's the next project? How can we constantly grow in the space and keep our customers entertained and, you know, interested? Yeah. Is that your superpower? What? Like entertaining, always be moving. I really like not moving. (laughs) Trust me. (laughs) Um, but when I'm in the space, you know, I'm constantly thinking, like efficiency, or always thinking what's next. Paul's always thinking what's next outside of the shop in the sense of like, how can we broaden ourselves, collabing with other people outside the state? You know, how can we grow in that aspect? And I'm always thinking of how we can grow within the space. When we first opened, it was brioche donuts and that was it. And then a month later, it was, we brought in old fashioned. And then like, a, and then months later, we brought in filled. We're kind of like slow moving in that sense, but we like to perfect what we're doing before we show it to the public. And we like to do a bunch of test batches and have people, have customers try it. I would say we're, it seems like we move slower than like others in that sense of like introducing product, but it's because we're just like constantly trying and trying and also trying to keep up with everything that we're doing right now. So it's hard to test when we're just trying to keep up. Well, it's it's almost, and you could, you would probably correct me if I said this, but it's almost an Apple-esque uh, process yeah. of like improving on a smaller set and then like eventually you're like oh wow you guys have grown to this point and like people didn't even notice right you know because mm-hmm. they're like oh my gosh they're not doing this and this and this they're not doing you know they're not creating this over here and you know like another company might grow and do yeah. a whole bunch of stuff at once and be like look they did all those things but they were all kind of average yeah and apple it's kind of like while they crush this one thing and like why aren't they doing this and then a little right. while later they'll like, bring it out oh, and it's like amazing they're doing it that now too and it's also amazing yeah. it's right like, you and might you might not be the first one to do brioche donuts but when you do it yeah. yeah and it's like even with like you know fritters fritters we didn't introduce until like two years in like we just oh, started wow. doing fritters last year and then cake donuts we started doing like a year in and we just started doing coffee rolls what is a cake donut um mm. i compare it to like like blueberry cake when you get it done, like those oh. kind of style, that kind of style. Uh, okay, yeah. So it's like a cake batter. But like everything, yeah, like even filled donuts, we didn't start doing until like six months into when we were open. But yeah, fritters we like introduced last year. We just introduced uh, coffee rolls. It seems a lot slower because we're three years in and now we're just introducing like this kind of stuff. I guess in my my, my mindset, I'm like, you know. I'm sure some people would have been surprised going in and being like, you don't have fritters? Like, Yeah, yeah but, like well, every yeah. donut shop has fritters. Right. Like, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're PV Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> we have literally hundreds of yeah, other we flavors. Have, yeah. We have 30 flavors. <laughs> yeah. And especially, and that's funny because like every time I do like a tasting or something, they're like, oh, do you have like a menu you could send me? I'm like, I've got like a hundred menus I could yeah. send you. Like, like we have like thirty rotating flavors every month. Yeah, yeah. If you want to go completely insane, you can read through all. Of yeah, them. I'm like, I'll send you my the Instagram. I'm like, you could just scroll. Like, <laughs> we I do have all the menus in a file though. Sure. Because now I've learned. Yeah. I should. 
What's the hardest donut to make that you've done? Probably the brioche. And is that like the nature of making brioche? It's still the hardest donut, I think, Um, because sometimes like when it messes, when something's wrong with it, like, and oh yeah, why? I'm like, why? (laughs) I'm like, if it's gonna be a slow day, could someone tell me in a different way, like rather than me throwing it out? (laughs) Um, Yeah. No brioche, because every you know we have to roll it, and sometimes the dough is really really hard and sometimes sometimes it's really really soft it all depends on like the temperature of the room and now we have a new kitchen so it's just way more controlled but you know sometimes they proof crazy and you try to fix them and that was just the hardest one to also come up with Mm. you know like i started on a base recipe and grew from there everyone says it's good then when real people start trying it you know you get real (laughs) reviews you know then you just have to like work on it so that is definitely even still like the hardest. And that's the one you started with. Yep. And I wasn't even gonna. I wasn't even gonna do brie. I wasn't even gonna do yeasted donuts like brioche donuts. Wow. We were just gonna do like old fashioned. Hmm. And then it just so happened. People, people like <laughs> people like brioche. <laughs> yeah. A lot of businesses and and really most donut shops in Rhode Island that I've been to or elsewhere really, there's they kind of have their staples. They do special ones, but they have staples and they don't go like crazy outside of that. And they certainly don't have even anywhere near the variety that you guys do. What what do you think it is about you that makes you want to constantly experiment? Paul and I max out our credit cards when we opened this business. It was all us. And I think the point of that was to be your own boss and have fun with it. I think that's what we try to do every single, you know, when we come up with a new flavor, how, do, how are we going to decorate it? How can we make it even more extra? Because that's how we are as owners and that's how we want our team to be and that's how we want PB Donuts as a brand to be. And I think even when we were talking of deciding what we wanted our brand to be in the very beginning, it was like fun. Like I, I wanted it to be fun. I wanted it to be extra because I'm not that extra. (laughs) So it's almost, I would actually, now that I think about it, I think every donut is the opposite of what I am. (laughs) Or it's what you are inside. Inside, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, because I'm just like, you know, I'm very, I dress very like plain. I'm pretty like low key. I'm I'm just talking, you know, like I feel like I'm pretty chill. And then these donuts, I'm like, I want it to be glittery and sparkly and beautiful. And maybe it was also working with wedding cakes. Like when I worked with wedding cakes, I loved like the little details. Like I was that person. I loved painting like the little stripes on the cakes and it was just like so relaxing. And now I see every donut as like a little wedding cake or a little plate of dessert. Mm-hmm. And I think that just gives like no limits to things. And I, and everybody that works for us, someone one time was like putting sprinkles on a donut and I was like, more, <laughs> I'm like more sprinkles. I'm like, we're PV donuts. <laughs> like We have to go more. And now that's what we're expected to do. If a donut goes bad, do you make the person who, who did it bad eat it as like a <laughs> punishment? As a punishment, yeah. No, uh, we usually everybody's pick just it up rolling it away. around. The <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. No, we make it. We make them throw it away or eat it. Yeah, someone they eats do it. Eat it sometimes. Someone eats it. Sometimes I feel like there's like an ugly donut. We'll put it on the table, and someone will yell snacks. <laughs> and so you'll just see like little bits always like taken out. <laughs> so every now and again, we see breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. Are you guys, is that like an official thing now? So now we're doing it every Thursday. Every Thursday. Yeah. And that's an, that was another thing. We had originally talked about it during the summer. You know, we kind of made it like a contest in yeah. the shop. Like whoever comes up with the best way to like, come, you know, do a breakfast sandwich. You know, things happen. We got busy. We changed kitchens. And I don't want to overwhelm. We don't want to overwhelm like our staff. You know, we're already really busy especially like during that time period, like when January, winter time, like we're so, so busy. So I'm not going to, we're not going to like start something new. It's when we're slower. How can we 
make put it into like our flow of the day so when we are busy it just already it's part of the flow so yeah we started doing breakfast sandwiches and they're so freaking good so good so good so right now it's just thursdays and we try to pick days that either it's a bit more calm at the shop and maybe like introduce it another another day like within the next few months just so but they're really good yeah we like savory things yeah i like doing savory it's nice that that's sort of working its way in too because i'm sure that that attracts another another group of people like so you know instead of going to you know whether it's duncan and waiting in that line you know thursdays are pretty slow so they can just come here and we we make it there's a little slip our girl cheyenne just like fries an egg fresh like makes the bacon fresh and just puts it all together so it's like fresh right there for you that's great yeah what's today (laughs) <laughs> it's delicious. Today's Tuesday. No, it's Monday. Oh, Monday. 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 Five yeah, more yeah. days. It's, it's just Saturday. A, just a few more days. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you take Mondays and Tuesdays off from the shop? Yeah, we're closed Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, So if we ever do any like events or anything like that, those are usually the days that they're held on. What drove that decision for you to actually have days where you're closed? Um, Day one, uh, we noticed that a lot of businesses in the area and a lot of like bakeries have are closed those days. We knew if, that we, if we were open seven days a week, we would absolutely never have a day off and we still don't but it's there's a difference between waking up at 1 30 so that was kind of decided in the beginning and you know people have told us you know you should open seven days a week all this stuff i'm like never like i never want to never and there is a certain extent that you're proving yourself right by doing it and being fine yeah like I'm, yeah we're fine with being close to it and it gives everyone the same weekend and mm-hmm. everything else, like other things are open so like mm-hmm. i'll go to the grocery store and it's dead and i'm like oh, this is awesome yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Flights are cheaper to fly places. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. Yeah. And I think your 13 or 14 employees can attest to that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's working. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. How many donuts do you sell a day? Um, so it's a weekdays, probably like 1100. And then during the weekends, uh, probably upwards of 2000. Jeez. Yeah. That's a lot of donuts. It's a lot of donuts. <laughs> And I'm like to imagine during that the many donuts in a room, like what do you? It's oh, like God. a Google question, like how many bagels? Oh, you find places. You find places to put donuts. <laughs> right. You and find them. There's like 400 donuts in the vents. Yep. And you're just pulling yeah. them out to give to people. Like, and you're yeah. you're done with production at a certain time of day, right? Like you're yeah. not still making no. donuts as people no. are funneling it. No. No, and it, it's been good. It's been good so far. During the week, we'll stop front. We'll, we'll stop production for donuts around 9:30. Yeah. And we'll like last all day. Uh, weekends around 11. So, yeah. So, and we send, yeah. <laughs> Just a solid two to 11. And then yeah. you work the rest of the yeah, day. Yeah. And then, oh and then, yeah. And then usually, actually, we're able to leave and we have a whole other shift that comes in. Oh, okay. And they work on making the pastry cream, making the brownie, like making all of the toppings for the next day. Jeez. So the other shift comes in and then makes more things. It's for not the like next you day. got, yeah. We pretty yeah. much go through like everything that we make is very fresh. You know, we we make pastry cream almost every single day for the next day. We make jam almost every day for the next day. Brownies, like cookies. We're like, a, we are a bakery. We just put it on a donut. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> if we make all of it, it's, yeah. <laughs> what excites you most about the next day? I guess seeing the people like in the shop. Like I, whenever I fry and I look up and people are there, that's like, that's so exciting. That excitement never, it's, good that the excitement never goes away i'm always like oh people are here just like having people at the shop coming up with like different ways to decorate it you know i'll come up with a way to decorate the donut i'm like oh that does not look good on the donut and like seeing someone else you know come up with their own way i'm just kind of like we're just like do whatever you want like just make sure it looks good when they look when they do it and it looks amazing and then they post we post about it they get super excited Mm. which is just really cool to see and it's just cool to see like our team get as excited as we do about our product what makes a good 
Instagram. Pretty much like lighting is super important. It has to be very bright. Consistency of composition, I guess, if that makes sense. Like for, I'm trying to say what Paul would say because he always takes, <laughs> he always chooses the photo for the warning and Mel always takes the photo. Yeah. At this point now, I just look through it and I tell them the ones I like. Um, and what I like, I like when it's bright. I like when it's colorful. I love sheet tray photos. Whenever there's a sheet tray photo, you know it's because I'm like, can we do a sheet tray photo? Um, I <laughs> Is like, that like a bunch of donuts neatly like just lined a, up? Yeah, like a bunch of like beautifully aligned donuts. And just when like everything on the donut looks great, like the white chocolate looks good, the brownie looks good, the brown, the buttercream looks good. Every single component has to look great. Um, and usually at the beginning of the month, we try to take a picture of the donut we think is going to be the least popular. Huh. Mm. Because then, you know, it gets people excited. It seems to be doing pretty well in terms of, like, your following. You have, like, 86,000 followers or something now. It's people people like us better on PB Donuts than our personal. Oh. <laughs> like, like, Nobody likes me as a person. Nobody likes me as a person, but <laughs> they love my other persona. <laughs> yeah. Do you look at that and go, Wow. When did this happen? Oh, mm. well, yeah. I, I, we posted. I remember when we had like two thousand followers, and I was like, mm. "Holy crap, we got!" 2, I remember followers. when you had two thousand followers. I was like, "Holy crap, they have two thousand!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, eighty-four thousand. Yeah, eighty. I keep saying eighty-four, but eighty-six is like. Yeah. Uh, what I think is the coolest thing with having like eighty-six thousand followers is that sometimes when people comment on photos, it's just a comment of like a tag, like mm. of their friend, because I do that. I tag on BuzzFeed, like, or I send messages, you know, of, like, something that's cool. Like, I I appreciate, like, all the comments and everything we get, but the coolest thing to me is just tags of their friends. Because it's just like, hey, look at this. Because I... Check it out. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. it's just so cool. That's that's cool. So, if you're listening, tag your yeah. friends. <laughs> just, and, and I'll just be like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Do <laughs> <laughs> you still... You have notifications turned off? No. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even... I no. was like... Impossible. Yeah, yeah. Completely off topic, but kind of another thing that makes us different and made me think of it. One time we posted a photo, like Kylie Jenner. I don't know if you, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, she like posts like makeup things on like her arm, like swatches on her arm. And I was like, okay, like guys, this is sounds silly, but we should do one with glazes and see what happens and make it a contest. Like if you guess the glaze and the and like the the topping, yeah. you know, you get a dozen donuts. So it was literally an arm, and we had like different glazes on the arm, like a swatch set. And I think we had like ten thousand, like our most liked photo ever. Oh my gosh! Oh my. And it wasn't even of a donut, yeah. but <laughs> but like that's you know, we we try to keep on trend, and that was just like a backtrack. Yeah, of that. It's a great idea. Yeah, just like how can we keep on trend? Um, but with it, but with the Instagram, like we have. Like messages like we can't get to and yeah, one hundred I think since day one we turned off notifications. Yeah. Mm. But I my personal Instagram gets a notification when PB Donuts posted a photo posts a photo. <laughs> like, oh, what did we post? <laughs> Even though I picked it. It's <laughs> <laughs> sort of really a quality cool. check. It sounds yeah, like a yeah. little bit like And like what did what did oh, Paul what write? Did we, what, you know, what kind uh, of corny line did Paul write? Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this corny Paul? Yeah. <laughs> it's just corny Paul again. <laughs> It's good to have a good marketing person. Yeah, he's yeah. good at it. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> I was really. If you go, if you scroll to the very beginning, it's embarrassing. Like what I would post, but it got us started, so I can't be too embarrassed about it. Yeah, <laughs> and what it's was still the worst there. Post? Um, I posted a photo of like a water jug, vitamin C, and like medicine because I was sick, and I was like, "Sorry, Aww. no donuts this week." Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. oh. No donuts this week. Yeah, because it was like every week I posted a different donut. Yeah, that yeah. I did, and I was like, "Sorry, I'm sick," so I posted a photo with my Android. So it's just like pixely and I'm not sure good. It sounds fine. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to go back. It would and never like happen it. again. I'm definitely going to go back to that one. <laughs> it would never happen again. Now it's like, that is not on brand. <laughs> <laughs> you come across at least the things you've talked about, not necessarily in how you've talked, but as being like a more introverted person. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. And so what is it like to, to be an introverted person who has such a successful business, who's interacting with people all day? I think it's very like if I were someone, you know, if I if I wasn't me, but I saw me, I guess I saw someone like that. I would be I feel very, like it's OK, like it's in the sense of I'm not 100 percent who my, my my brand is. You know, mm-hmm. my brand is like super outgoing super out there you know and I'm not like that and that and that's okay and like I I can still be where I am today because of it and it's just it's very interesting to like turn on that personality when you have to partly it's interesting just because I I feel like I know so many introverted people who do put themselves out there and it's just kind of an interesting thing it's like a even though it's contrary to how you feel about things or, or what energizes you, you're like compelled to do it all. Yeah. And it's, it is actually fun because it's just like you, you turn on this other personality that you're not always. So it's just something I enjoy it. And then there are times where I'm like, okay, like I have to turn this on. And it's almost like a chore sometimes in, in the sense. It's what has grown PB Donuts to what it is today. And just knowing that someone is the opposite in the background I think is also reassuring to people who, who think that you have to be this way to be successful when you really don't have to but I would like to say um, and I've been very open about it before it's probably the hardest job of my life yeah. and every day it is really really hard and there are some days where I don't want to do it anymore mm. and like you know I try to be like really real with that like you know PB Donuts is like amazing we love it I don't regret anything but there are still those days like where you don't love your job but it's still the best job in my life of all the things that you've learned about yourself over the past three years and kind of starting this business, you know, with your partner, your life partner, and growing it to the point where you've grown it now, what what's the favorite thing about yourself that's kind of surprised you that kind of bubbled up within you? One of my, what I would say my best, one of my best qualities is being empathetic. So, you know, as a business owner, you know, if, if something's going wrong, Instead of blaming the other person, you know, what are we doing wrong? How can we change the outcome of this? And that's something that we learned probably a year or so into the business where we kind of just realized there were certain situations happening. They're not wrong. We're wrong. And kind of being able to realize, put yourself in those in that situation, I think makes you a really great leader. I'm not in any way saying that like we're 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 great, we're perfect. Yeah. You know, we we make mistakes. Um, but you can't but, be a better leader if you don't if recognize I, that. Exactly. Yeah. And there have been so many situations avoided and so many things uh, resolved of like mm. putting that in perspective. And I think we've grown ever since then as leaders, like astronomically and yeah. stuff. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. It's really cool to talk with you. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks awesome. for having me. It was great. Thanks so much for listening to Girl Let's Talk About Food presented by You Can Do It, Do It. If you want to learn more about Lori and what PV Donuts is up to, you can visit youcandoitdoit.com. We've got the show notes there with links to their Instagram and lots of other stuff too. As always, a big thanks to Night Swim for the use of their song Fiji as the theme song for this show. And a big thanks to you. We really love the fact that you listen and we hope that you share the show with your friends and just continue to grow what's going on here. It's, it's been amazing to do this and we're so grateful for you. So drop us a review on iTunes. Let us know what you think and we'll keep doing it. So, hey, thanks so much and we'll see you in a couple weeks.